welcome to the Geeking Poetic Podcast channel. On this channel, we have shows and segments that contain adult humor, bad language, dirty jokes, and other stuff that is strictly for mature audiences only. So if you're too young or too sensitive for this kind of material, then please do not watch our channel or our videos. This channel is not for you. Thanks much. And now, on with the show! About to follow. And welcome, everybody, to Geeking Poetic Podcast Channel. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Roberts. Uh, one half of the dynamic duo is next to me, my Cape Crusader over here in her <laughs> nice little pink sweater. I don't know what kind of superhero garb that's supposed to be, but we'll think. I, I'm still coming up with a name. Yeah, we'll think of something. It is none other than Megan Guess. And what we are here to talk about today is a show that we have been deeply invested in for the last <laughs> several weeks, and we already mm -hmm. did one episode uh, a few weeks ago after episodes one through three and what show was that that was wandavision it was wandavision the mcu the first mcu related television show on disney plus focusing on wanda and somehow or another vision back from the dead <laughs> We still don't know why. <laughs> Seven episodes later. I was say, the way alert. this is going, I don't know if we will. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not really sure. Um, we are not going to do a full recap. There are plenty of recaps out there. We're going to assume that if you are watching or listening to us talk about this, you've already watched the episodes. I would really highly suggest if you are listening to us, that you go watch the episodes yeah, if you it, haven't already. This is going to be very spoiler. I mean, it's all spoilers. That's the whole point of this is that we talk about... Uh, our theories and our thoughts. And yeah. The nitty gritty. What the gritty. heck is going on. Exactly. Exactly. We don't totally know what the heck is going we on. We really don't. It's Although, kind of frustrating. Yeah, yeah. We have more answers than we did a few weeks ago. That's we for do. sure. But we have more questions now too, though. Yeah, exactly. And we're both enjoying it, but I think we're both also... A little perplexed because <laughs> it's 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 a great to have this mystery. I'm enjoying it. It is, mystery. yes. But it's kind of like I'm conflicted. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm enjoying the mystery part of it and kind of putting the pieces together and trying okay. to figure it out myself. But at the same time, I'm like, God dang it! Would you just give me some answers? <laughs> I'm, I've never had a show leave me this perplexed. Yeah. No, I, I granted, and I mean, obviously, I they obviously designed it that way. They did a very good job. <laughs> they did do a good Kudos job. Kudos to you. Well, it is, yeah. It's a show that every time you get some answers and you're like, wow, yeah, this episode revealed a whole lot, and then it's like, but now we have even more questions. <laughs> so, I mean, it's fine. I guess that's what it is. It's definitely... Keeps you coming back. Yeah, and it's definitely a unique show. It's fun oh, to... It's fun to watch and see what all the like little hints and yeah. like what does that mean? Easter eggs, yeah. There's all sorts of like little things in there. I mean, there's tons of videos about that stuff on YouTube. If you want to delve more into those things, uh, we're going to talk about some of that here, but we're not going to reveal all because it's just way too many. Too much. Them. We'll be here for hours. And uh, there are, as far as we know, two more episodes yet to go. Mm -hmm. um, so we kind of we're a little bit more past the middle 
of the uh, of the whole show and everything. But we thought it'd be fun to pick up here. And rather than wait till the very end, and there's just way too much to talk about. There's already a ton to talk <laughs> about. Right? So we thought we'd do it here, and um, we're going to get into stuff, but we'll real quick, we'll just hit bullet points about each episode. Mm -hmm. um, episode four was when we got the backstory of Monica Rambeau, how she wound up in the hex in the, hex in the first place when... She and Jimmy Woo, who gets introduced in this episode. We know we Jimmy, Jimmy Woo. Woo. Yeah, we loved him from Ant-Man and the Wasp and all his little silly trying to learn the magic card tricks, which he finally mastered. Good for you, Jimmy <laughs> Woo. Uh, they get sent to investigate the hex bubble thing that's going on around this town of Westview. Now, prior to that, we come to find out that she had been part of the snap, the, the blip, Mm -hmm. or whatever, and she had disappeared. Her mother, uh, Monica Rambeau, who we know from Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, she had been sick during that time when uh, Monica was blipped and she died from cancer. She is no more. She is no more. Monica should be the head of S.W.O.R.D., but is not because she was blipped. We get introduced to this other dickhead character. <laughs> named Tyler Hayward. Tyler Hayward, yeah, who's your typical jerky you know, uh, kind of like Thunderbolt Ross, you know, all the, all those kind of government asshole guys that just don't care about people and only care about the bottom line and weapons and what they want out of it, what they want in ruling the world kind of thing. So we got introduced to that. We also got introduced to Darcy Lewis, mm -hmm. who you should remember is played by Kat Dennings and she you just should wants a coffee. <laughs> That's all she wants <laughs> is to sit down and watch WandaVision and have a coffee. Right. And we got introduced to her in this episode. She gets brought in because if you remember her from Thor and the dark world and all that stuff, she was becoming a scientist mm -hmm. and they bring her in to help them out with this whole Westview situation. She's the one that figures out that this is actually some weird television broadcast thing going on that they can watch on old TV sets. Mm -hmm. um, that's her role in it. We get to see the whole thing play out of how Monica got sucked into the bubble, became Geraldine for a couple of episodes, and then uh, when it became clear that she was an outsider when she started talking about Ultron and Pietro yeah. and all that stuff, and Wanda was not having it, so... Kicked her right on out of Heck town. Out of Dodge. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that was pretty much what you find out in that. You also come to find out in that and the next episode that Monica may have been slightly affected by her visit in and out of the bubble. Maybe altered a little. Altered a little bit. Yeah. They do some tests on her and the x rays come back showing that she's just like glowing light which they think it's broken. Mm -hmm. It's not. <laughs> and uh, they come to find out later, later, Darcy comes to find out through searching, snooping through medical records that uh, Monica's DNA has been changed. And uh, she can't go back in. She can't go back in it's because they don't know what it could do to her. So Monica's determined she's going back in. She gets determined that she's going to go back in sooner or later, but that, that comes a little bit later. A little bit later. Getting into episode five, that was the 80s episode, right? Yes. Yeah, that was they, they had one of the best intros of all of the shows because they nailed 
that whole family ties growing pains type <laughs> intro thing mm -hmm. that was great uh and a very special episode of yeah even throw in a little full house even though that was 90s but yeah well they had to get they you got elizabeth olsen on there you have to get a little, a little bit, bit of, of full house. house in there you know they're like she's probably like okay don't go too crazy with the full house shit guys you know <laughs> but uh but yeah so they got that in there and then that's the the crux of that is that we get to see not only that wanda and vision are struggling to be parents all of a sudden but the fact that their kids are special because the kids uh they have some kind of powers yeah they can age very quickly. Yeah, and they can... They say kids grow up fast, but Jesus. Yeah, they grow up really, really fast. <laughs> and they are able to control it. They actually age themselves up first to age 5 and then to age 10. Uh, we see that Vision is getting more and more frustrated with not knowing who he is and where they came from. And he sees that Wanda is being very... Careless. Careless with a lot of the things she's doing, especially in front of Agnes who Agnes is always there. This is also the episode where Agnes first reveals that she's I need to do that again. Yeah, when she's when she when she breaks character and says she's going to redo her lines again mm -hmm. and and everything. So now we're getting even more hints that Agnes is not like the rest of the town. She is not just under some kind of puppetry control. She's very aware of everything. Uh, that it's a TV show and all that stuff. Don't trust her. <laughs> no, don't trust her. And uh, that ends up being like the main thing of that episode is we see that. We also see Vision gradually getting more and more suspicious. He has the moment when uh, he comes across the sword email mm -hmm. uh, letting that from Darcy, letting him know that the radiation levels on the town because of the sex bubble could be very dangerous, just like what they did to uh, Monica, altering her DNA and all this stuff. Last but not least, he ends up snapping Norm out of his like haze and comes to find out that you know, someone, a she, is controlling them, and it's very painful Please for the Please stop her. Please yeah. stop her. Yeah, he says her. He doesn't say Wanda. He says her. And so now, yes, yeah, so now Vision is on high alert about all of this stuff. Meanwhile, stupid-ass Hayward tried to send in this <laughs> drone yeah. to us. Uh, supposedly just to spy on Wanda, maybe communicate with her. That's what Monica thinks. Mm -hmm. But actually, he... No, it's going to destroy her. Yeah, he sent it in weaponized. Weaponized to try and kill Wanda. Just and a simple bomb's going to blow her up. Really? You yeah. need something more powerful than that. Yeah, well, it's because Hayward's an idiot. That's true. He's continued to show himself to be an idiot and gets he's getting more erratic and everything with his behavior. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Wanda obviously shuts that down, threatens them, you know, threatens, comes out face to face, threatens sword that leave me in the town alone or there's going to be. Or else. Yeah, or else, or there's going to be hell to pay. Uh, Monica is still convinced that Wanda's not the bad guy. Right. And everything. She's still, unlike, unlike. She's in pain. We have to help her. Right. Just like everybody else. Unlike Hayward, who just. Fuck everybody. Yeah, which you think that he's there to, like, help save this town from Wanda's control, but... Nope, he's only there for his own interest. Yeah, yeah, which we found out more in the next episode. But mm -hmm. before we get to that, the end, the, I gotta mention it, because the to. end of episode five was the big bomb drop of the appearance of Pietro, or Peter. 
just in the nick of time. Yeah, just in the nick of time. Except the problem is it's it's not Pietro. Not the Pietro we know from Age of Ultron. No, he's a little different. It's Evan Peters portraying his Quicksilver Peter character from the X-Men universe, which up to this point has never had any crossover at all, any affiliation with the MCU. Mm-hmm. So that's... That was a big one. <laughs> that was a really, really big deal. Maybe this is how we get our mutants. Well, first introduction of them. Yeah, I would like to get into that in a minute. Okay. Um, it, going into episode six, then that's the Halloween episode. Everybody was looking forward to that. We yeah, saw that was a fun one. A lot of spoilers about that coming up because we get to see Vision and Wanda in their pseudo comic book costumes. <laughs> uh, we got to see. Billy in his costume very much looking like his Wiccan costume because Tommy and Billy, spoilers, are in the Marvel Universe. They grow up to become superheroes. They become Speed and Wiccan. And this is the episode where we see them learn, discover their powers. Uh, Tommy is very fast, just like his his uncle, who he seems to be idolizing. Yeah. And Billy is very much like his mother. He's He's kind of sensitive. And he is scared of his uncle. Yeah, he's a little scared of his uncle, which could be telling. telling. And he has telekinetic type powers, just like his mother. And this episode sees them taking on a Malcolm in the Middle kind of motif. Mm -hmm. And while the kids are going out trick or treating and everything, Vision ends up discovering more about the town, realizes that the town is under some sort of weird control. Uh, he encounters Agnes, who seems like she's under control as well. She's dressed not dressed as a witch. Dressed as a witch. That's tell, that's tell. important. Yeah, that's important in a minute. And uh, comes to find out from Agnes that he's an Avenger. He doesn't know what that means. Comes to find out that he's that's dead. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She says, "Are you, am I dead? Because you are." And uh, there's so he becomes determined to break outside the bubble. Which he does with dire kind consequences, yeah. yeah, because he starts to uh, disintegrate. You can't die again, right, though? Yeah, I love when, when Peter says that. And Not cool, dude. Not cool. Yeah, Wanda zaps him good for that. But, I mean, Peter shows that there's something up with him because he is fully aware of everything that's going on. Questioning her about it. Questioning her about it. Realizes that he looks different. Like, everything. Like, he's very aware. Um, and that's pretty much where that goes with that episode uh, Wanda ends up saving Vision at the end from completely disintegrating by expanding the bubble which has consequences as well because it ends up sucking Darcy now into the WandaVision town uh, universe and everything mm-hmm. of Westview as well as some other agents and stuff. Meanwhile Jimmy Woo and Monica are trying to figure out a way to get into the the town and everything they've they've They're off to meet her whoever she's running yeah yeah which they've still never explained who it is that helped develop this no. all she all she said was her guy some engineer yep. and th- we have some soldiers that in episode seven helped deliver this this vehicle yeah thing. But they never say who who developed it yeah, yeah no they might be leaving that till either <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> They might be leaving that to like the very end, or maybe we won't find out at all until like 
one of the movies or mm -hmm. something. So then now that, I mean, basically in episode seven, we have a take on, it's more modern, I guess, modern times, kind of we're in like the 2010s or something yeah. like that. Like The Office kind of thing? Like The Office, yeah, that's the whole, like, Breaking the Fourth Wall, I think that's what it's called, right? Breaking the Fourth Wall, yeah. yep. Name of the uh, episode. It's like The Office or Modern Family, very much like that. And she, it's like the day after all of the Halloween events, uh, she's wiped out from what she did, expanding the bubble. She's also realizing that she's kind of losing a grip on everything because she, all along, she's been claiming like, I didn't I'm, do it. I didn't do it. Right. I'm, I'm, she knows that she is controlling this world to some degree. Like she knows that this is like what she wants, but she doesn't have any Understanding, understanding of how it's happening. Yes, exactly. Understanding is a good word. She doesn't have an understanding of how she's doing it or even how it started. And she seems to be of the mindset that she is not the one that is like controlling all the people and stuff, even though Vision thinks she is, even though we've heard people saying she is doing it, though nobody's named her. This episode ends up being all about her really needing to just try to get it together and she sort of punishes herself I guess by taking a, a her day a her day yeah she's got to stay in once again Agnes shows up off the nick of time. offering to take the kids away from her for the day so that she can have some time and she agrees to it after the kids leave we see that Wanda is struggling to literally keep the world together like all the, the pieces of our house are changing to the different time periods. Right, right, right. Really yeah. Crazy looking. Like flashing in and out, like like a glitching program is what it's like, like a glitching computer program. She knows that she's losing it. She she looks like shit. <laughs> she's she you know she says calls it like having a mon you know having a case of the Mondays mm -hmm. you know, uh, and she she looks it and everything. Meanwhile, Vision uh, wakes up. Wakes up he locates Darcy, has to snap her out of her haze or whatever you want to call it that, that takes over her just like the other people. They are trying to make their way back to Wanda and Vision's house. They keep running into all sorts of obstacles, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Something is stopping them. Somebody or something is definitely trying to delay them from getting back too soon um, until Vision finally says, "Screw this! I'm flying." Yeah, fuck it. I could fly. Why am I going? Why am I trying to drive back in a funnel Slow cake truck? truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Leaving Darcy there. Meanwhile, Monica uh, has met up with the aforementioned uh, troops that that are on her side and are friends of hers, mm -hmm. delivering this battering ram tank thing that's supposed to protect her and be able to get through the wall, the hex bubble. Doesn't. It does not. No, doesn't. It was not easy peasy at all. No, they claimed easy peasiness and they were wrong. And uh, it almost takes her out, man. That thing is, is we almost rough. lost Monica. But Monica says, screw it. I'm going to try to go through the wall anyway. She does it just on foot. And uh, no helmet, no nothing, just goes right. And you know, the, the big fear there is because of the fact that Darcy had already told her that she, her DNA and everything had been altered. By going through this bubble before, didn't know if it could kill her. It could, it could be really bad for her. Well, don't know whether it's going to be bad for her in the long run or not. But what it did do is that it 
mutated her into a superpowered human. <laughs> and it's not a big surprise. That might be a big spoiler for you out there if you're not into the comic books. But again, Monica Rambeau is a character from the comic books. She was Captain Marvel, actually, for a time. She was a Captain Marvel. There's been many Captain Marvels, unfortunately. <laughs> Marvels, boy, oh boy, they're all over the place with their <laughs> Captain Marvels. But she's more known by the name Photon um, and has this like powerful light power thing which falls in that line with... Explains the x-rays. Exactly. And it also is a little uh, nod to the fact that when we first see the inside of the sword headquarters back in episode four, we saw a memorial plaque for her mother, Maria oh, Rambeau. Said Photon, didn't it? Said Maria Photon Rambeau. Uh -huh. So I think that, you know, we're going to see Monica become Photon, take that on because that was her mother's, you know. She was so cool looking when she came out of that with her eyes. That was fuck pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's pretty exciting. I'm really excited. Yeah, that whole scene was really fun. It was it was really cool. And uh, she goes and just makes a beeline for Wanda's place. Wanda is not happy to see her. No. At she all. She tries to boot her out again. Tries to boot her out again. Thank goodness but she got those powers. Yeah. Guess Fight what? Back. Guess what, Wanda? You've got a formidable uh, opponent here because now uh, Monica can stand her ground against you and your powers and stuff, you know? So, uh, and it looks like, it looks like she might actually get through to Wanda and starts to make some sense to Wanda and really get through to her. Until? Until Agnes shows up. Agnes, every time. Yes, Agnes shows up just in the nick of time to intervene and takes Wanda away to the house where Agnes lives mm -hmm. and leaves Monica basically standing there. Um... Before they get to the house earlier, you know, Agnes was at the house with the two boys and Billy notes that he likes it there. He actually likes it over at Agnes's house. Yeah, they, because they, they weren't happy about going, but now he likes it because it's quiet, it's quiet. She's quiet. She's quiet. He says there's he doesn't sense any noise coming from inside her at all. Unlike other people. She didn't look too happy about that. No, she seemed a little surprised about mm -hmm. that. And uh, we come to find out the reason being for that is because she is Agatha Harkness. Knew it. Yep. Called it. Oh, knew it. <laughs> Agatha Harkness. Knew not to trust her. Is a character from the comic books who uh, is a witch. She was one of the original Salem witches and she's very powerful. And, uh, yeah, so we come to find out that, uh, and Wanda comes to find out, because mm -hmm. once she gets to the house... She goes looking for our boys. She goes looking for the boys, doesn't find the boys, but basically finds, like, this weird dungeon downstairs <laughs> with some magical glowing book thing. Yeah. What's that all about? Right. Source of Agatha's powers, I would assume, but, uh, but she reveals herself to Wanda and says, you know, you're not the only uh, powerful witch around here. And then we get a really funny little montage intro thing like all the other shows had their own little, was it, it was Agnes after all or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, <laughs> showing everything that sh she was behind. Yeah, showing all the stuff that she was behind and everything, showing that she was, uh, and to some point, that she was behind the whole appearance of Peter mm -hmm. and all that. So now, 
that's kind of where they end it. Is it though? Well, there was the after credits scene, which showing Monica now snooping around the house. Mm -hmm. She opens up those shutter doors, and all of a sudden Peter shows up, kind of startles her, calling her a like a snoop, snoop. yeah, yeah. <laughs> snoopy snoop or whatever. <laughs> and that's where it cuts off. But yeah, that can't be good because he was brought in by Agnes, right? So who is he? I mean, yeah. So I mean, that that pretty much brings us up to, uh, you know, up to the point of recapping everything, which is still probably even more recap than we needed to do. But I feel like it's necessary because I want to get into breaking down each character and where I think, what I think they're about and where they're going. Okay. So breaking it down into each character and stuff. First and foremost, the one that I'm really frustrated about because and we'll talk about it because we were literally just talking about him a second ago Let, let's talk about peter okay so i don't know what to make of peter i I'm, yeah 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 knowing now what we know i think he's just a generated pawn in agnes's scheme of whatever she's got going on so you don't think he's an actual person you don't think he's the actual peter maximoff from the x-men universe you think no. she just created him yeah because just like in the, ep the episode when he appeared there was like an arm like sh holding him up and then when you show her creating him it's like all her stuff is on his back right all her energy or whatever it is like she made him there yeah I, I, I don't know if he's real i get that i just don't understand i'm gonna be really frustrated if they ended up bringing in Evan Peters to play this role just to say, oh no, you know, we just thought really we'd, here. we just thought we'd punk you all. You thought it was going to be some crossover from the X-Men <laughs> universe since he's playing the same character, but he's not actually the same character. He's just some made up thing. You know, he's not brought in from an alternate universe and all that stuff. I, well, I don't you, know. You said she's really powerful, so maybe maybe she did bring him in from a different universe. Yeah. He made a comment about he heard Wanda calling for him, and he came to her. He didn't say where. Right. I, I really hope... I've all along been thinking, okay, this is the way they're going to start the multiverse. Because we know that Disney now owns the rights to the X-Men stuff like they could if they want to bring in Wolverine they want to bring in Cyclops they they can they have the right to do all of that stuff so to get those rights to get the actor that played this character and he's such a popular character people loved him as Quicksilver mm -hmm. in the X-Men movies to do that and have that just be like a psych I don't know man I I hope I'm telling you this right now Disney I hope for your sake <laughs> that isn't what you did because people are going to really be pissed off. Like, that's going to be a revolt, okay? That's that's going to be a, a major bummer. And it seems kind of pointless, too. Yeah, yeah you're right. Maybe I hope you're right. Yeah, I, I don't know because all along I thought that was where it was going to go. Mm -hmm. I thought, like, yeah, this is the multiverse thing. And now, like, like you said, after the whole reveal we saw at the end of episode seven with, with Agnes controlling it, and how now I don't know, and it's a real bummer. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you now. I'm starting to get impatient, and I'm like, <laughs> I was gonna say that's the answer with more questions to it. Right. Like that's all we get. <laughs> 
Same thing. Same thing. So, you know, moving on to Monica. Mm-hmm. Like, it's amazing that we get to see her hopefully be photon. But then my question is, is like, where are they planning on going with that? Because <clears throat> we've not heard any kind of news of what, yeah. announcement of her like factoring in. In any way, we've had all these shows announced. We've had movies. I mean, but Disney is becoming famous for keeping that kind of thing under wraps until it's revealed. Yeah, just like The Mandalorian and Boba Fett. My concern is, I hope that she doesn't end up being expendable too. You know what I mean? Like, I hope it isn't something where we see her die at the end of this or something like, or she just gets. I don't you know. know. I think she's too important. I think she I hope so. will be going on to another show that just has not been announced yet. I hope so. I think they're keeping that one close. I hope so, man. You know, I, I hope so. There's also the thing of, I mean, we know that they've talked about they're going to do a second Captain Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. However, there's a lot of people that don't care for Carol Danvers. You know, nobody. Yeah, like you said earlier, there's a lot of Captain Marvels. Right. Who says it has to be that one? Well, she was you're right. So maybe they factored in maybe Photon Monica. Maybe she ends up becoming the new Captain Marvel or becomes our galaxy's Captain Marvel. Who knows? I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm very curious about where that's all going to go. But I really do like that they've introduced that character into the universe. I think it's great. I love the actress. Yeah. I love the okay. uh, Tiona Paris. Like she's she's great. Um, I love how they made her like an empathetic kind of person. Like she she clearly cares about people. She's intelligent. She carries herself well, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I love the dynamic with her, Wu, and Darcy. Oh, man. I love that. If they did a show with those three, that would fucking rule. I am so on board with that. Yeah. Like, if they did, because I know, well, we could talk about him. Like, Jimmy Wu, like, bringing that character back, genius. <laughs> genius. You know, because he seemed like he could be kind of like a throwaway character of yeah, sorts. Yeah, he did. But I'm, I'm really extra loving him now. Yeah. I want his own show, like yeah. X-Files style. And the dynamic, but the dynamic between those three, like that's what would be really cool if they did mm-hmm. some sort of X-Files-y, superhero-y with X-Files three. show with those three where she's got like the powers and she's kind of like the, you know, the leader, the boss or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. He's sort of like the goofy, the goofy guy, you know, somewhat. Yeah. Sort of like the, uh, right. Because he and Darcy are kind of like the odd couple Yeah. because (laughs) she's all science. She, well, and she's so like, she's so Oscar, you know, she's so (laughs) kind of like, you know, whatever, give me my fucking coffee, you know, (laughs) screw you asshole kind of thing. And he's so kind of like, yeah. And he's sort of like, like the straight, like kind of guy, like with his (laughs) suit and tie and, but Mm -hmm. he's kind of very gentle, nice guy. And then, yeah, I think that could be awesome. Now, whether or not they're going to do that, I don't know. I, I would love it if they did take a cue from the fans and say, that'd be a missed opportunity, I think. Yeah, I agree. So I love that. And yeah, I love, I love them. I love Darcy being in this and stuff because I always felt like she was, she was an entertaining character, but she never felt like an important character. Right. You know, she, it was like, well, she has to provide the comic relief, you know, because 
what's her face Jane Foster you know was more of a serious character and all this kind of stuff and everything so we needed somebody to be the comic foil there you know for her for that character and now she has a purpose. Yeah, I love how they made her the escape artist. Yeah. <laughs> it's one yeah. of those telling things, I think. Well, that's... Going to come through. Well, and that gets back to the thing that Peter said in episode six when he brought up the fact that everybody, even when they're changed in the, in the bubble and stuff in the town, they're always still who they are just under the surface. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, that was the thing. I mean, we've been moving on to... Let's move on to the big kahuna, which is Agnes. <laughs> Agatha. Yeah, or Agatha. I'm going to still call her Agnes yeah, for now. Agnes, I mean, we have been guessing for episodes and episodes now that Agnes had a bigger role to play in this. We didn't know to what extent, but... We still don't, really. No, we really don't. And that's the thing. Like They left off episode seven with her seeming like, oh... It's all her. Like, she's the bad guy. She's the one in control. She was behind everything. She's behind it, but she isn't necessarily... But who's behind Agatha? Right. Because if you know anything about Agatha from the comic books, she is not, like, some evil mastermind. That That's not her role. She uh, She's a pawn as well. And the theory has been that the person that is or whatever being that is actually controlling Agatha Agnes is Nightmare and part of the reason people think Nightmare is the villain here is because back when they first were talking about doing Doctor Strange the first movie Mm -hmm. they had brought up that the villain was going to be Nightmare So there was already designs for Nightmare to be used in the MCU. However, they ended up deciding to go with the whole Dormammu thing. And I think that worked out better anyway. I I really loved that movie and that arc. Um, So then it was kind of talked about and assumed that Nightmare would probably be the villain in the second Doctor Strange movie. Now, we know the second Doctor Strange movie is coming out. We know that... Multidimensional? We know that it deals with, yeah, the multiverse of madness. And we also know that Elizabeth Olsen is in the movie. So Mm -hmm. Wanda's going to be in the movie. So there's all these things adding up that make us think that Nightmare is going to be brought in and that there's going to be a connection between WandaVision and the Doctor Strange movie. Yes. So, could it be Nightmare? It would seem to stand to reason. Even in past episodes, like in episode six, the term Nightmare gets dropped in conversation a Did couple it? of times. Yeah, when they say, oh, it's like a, being a nightmare. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And as we've learned, like we talked about at the beginning of this. Nothing is... Nothing. Nothing's throwaway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, everything is like something. Everything means something. There's all sorts of little hints and things like that. So while Agatha obviously is behind so much of this, and I believe now that she is the she that Norm was referring to when he said it, you know, yeah, I she's, think she's the one controlling the people. Yes, exactly. Because Wanda clearly doesn't seem to have any consciousness of being that person. Wanda's creating the world, so to speak. She's kind of able to 
change the scenery and all that stuff, but she isn't able to actually get into people's heads and control them. Yeah, otherwise she would have no reason for hiding their power. She's controlling them. Why hide? She just wanted to blend in. Right, right, exactly. So that is an interesting thing. Another person that's been brought up, another being that's been brought up that could be the antagonist here, could be Mephisto. Mm -hmm. Because in the comic books, the way that Tommy and Billy were initially conceived of was they were created by Mephisto and Agatha had a role in that mm -hmm. and everything. Was they like a piece of him or something? And they were, yeah, they were, they, so basically kind of like Vision, they would then in essence probably not be able to exist outside of the bubble. Mm -hmm. Because how does Vision exist? We haven't, I mean, we know that Vision is supposed to, we assume that he was brought back to life from his corporeal you know, synthesoid body because we saw the whole thing where supposedly she burst into the sword headquarters and stole oh, Vision's yeah. body and all that stuff. How does he have powers? Well, how how does he have any of it? How is he talking, walking? We don't we don't know. I mean, who is making him alive? Is Wanda making him alive? I don't think Wanda is making him alive. I think Agatha and whoever is in controlling Agatha and stuff, commanding Agatha, they're the ones that made Vision alive. Mm -hmm. I don't think Wanda brought him to life. She may have tried. Mm -hmm. I think she tried. Did and there's their attention. Well, there's a lot of rumors out there. We may as well get into some of these rumors, yeah. right? There's a lot of rumors out there. There's supposed leaks of information. You never know what you can believe or not believe. But there's a lot of rumors out there that... Um, supposed leaked script things and stuff like that reveal that Wanda had gone to get the body. She was attempting to do something. She wanted to save him. She wanted to bring him, figure out if there was a way she could bring him back to life. And she couldn't. Uh, she can't reconstruct the Mind Stone. She tries. She, she can't do it. She's completely distraught and out of her head in essence from doing this and then that's when Agatha steps in and kind of has her sort of make a deal with the devil so to speak of like you know I'm sorry you can't make this happen but I can make it happen for you kind of thing um, yeah you think she did that and Wanda just doesn't remember yeah well I think Wanda has been shown to have some sort of glamoring on her too because yeah you mentioned that that Monica said I can sense pain inside Wanda and Wanda herself doesn't seem to be in pain well well, it, well but she but it's yeah because but I think she's under some sort of kind of spell type thing of some sort that she doesn't always seem to be totally it's like sometimes she's totally sucked into the whole bullshit of the Wanda, WandaVision universe herself. Mm -hmm. When when Agnes broke character in episode five and said, you know, do you want me to take that again or whatever? Wanda seemed very confused, totally confused. And like she almost like wasn't aware that she was on a TV show. So what's that about? Yeah. You know, 
And so many times that even when Wanda's sitting there, even going all the way back to the first episode, when she's being questioned by um, Vision's boss of like, where did you guys come from? And when did you get married? And all this. She's very flustered. Like, I, I, I don't know. And she doesn't know. And my point is, is, if this was all just her construct, why wouldn't she have just made something up? Right. Why wouldn't she have created some origin? Why did she seem like she was even just having a hard time wrapping her mind around the idea of it? No, I believe Wanda is under some kind of control as well. Mm -hmm. And that's why, and I think she's feeling pain the same way Norm is feeling pain and everything. I think that she is being controlled. Yeah, that makes it even more interesting when Monica confronts her. Right. After becoming Photon, and Wanda says something to the effect of, aren't I the villain? Aren't I, though? Yeah, but aren't like, I the vi villain? And that's why, but Monica doesn't believe it, and Monica right. keeps testing her, and is like, well, then, you know, take me out, then. If you're the villain, just take me out. Here I am. I'm not going to fight back. And Wanda can't do it. And that's what I'm saying. Even when Wanda went in, in episode, what was that, uh, five, when Wanda went outside the bubble to confront Mm -hmm. Those soldiers. She could have just took them all out and be done with it. Well, and but the th yeah, and the thing is, is that she shows up all of a sudden. She's outside the bubble. She's in her full garb of her her battle garb. She's got her accent back and everything. Mm, I You're don't not know. Sure it's her, are you? I'm not sure. I don't either. Either that's not Wanda that did that at all, mm -hmm. and that was. Agnes pretending like because maybe she could make herself look like that either that or she did that because she's under control I think she was being controlled because why would she why would she have her why would she have her Avengers garb on why would she suddenly have her Sokovian accent back that she hasn't had since prior to the Civil War movie <laughs> why would that happen I there's more to that there's definitely more to that. And I think that it's either in part because she's being controlled, she's being puppeted, mm -hmm. or in certain instances, it may not even be her. Like, that might not have been her. We did not see her physically go from standing there with the boys and Walk then over there, walking yeah. over there and turning into and changing. We never saw that. Who knows? I don't... I, I Certainly not us. No. Exactly. <laughs> And then, I mean, as far as vision, where? So here's the thing: if you've seen the various trailers that have been out for a while now, the little sneak peeks, all these different things, we've seen that vision has some scenes that we've yet to see yet, where we've seen um, we've seen Wanda talking about how this is their home now, and Vision says, "Well, then we should defend our home." Right. So we haven't seen that yet. So where do you think... I mean, right now it seems like Vision is kind of anti-Wanda. <laughs> because, well, he's also under the impression that Wanda is at the root of all this, which now we know is not the case. Right. I think clearly, since Monica can't get to Wanda, she's going to go for Vision. Her and Vision and Darcy are going to get together and kind of explain to him what they think is going on. So he gets back on the side for Wanda. I, I hope so. Yeah, I, I, I'm just curious because I, I don't know. 
at what point obviously i'm hoping if 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 those scenes that we saw are correct and they're not just something that was like deleted out or changed Mm -hmm. or something and they're false teases you know um i'm hoping that wanda does get her wits back about her and they you know maybe they do free the rest of the town maybe they're going to continue to live there i can't imagine them (laughs) being allowed to continue to live there after that I, i don't know but i don't see how my point i'm getting at is if they end up defeating agnes and whomever is controlling this and they get rid of the bubble Mm-hmm. and they release all the people mm-hmm. what is that going to mean for vision in terms of his existence what is that going to mean for the boys for tommy well, and billy well don't the boys essentially die in the comics and she finds a way of bringing them back later yes okay so maybe that's what happens maybe they maybe they disappear yeah and maybe vision does too and he's just his body again yeah yeah, there's still so much to figure out. I, I just, I hate to see Vision go. I love Vision. He's one of Nobody my... Nobody says it has to be the end end, just well, like the boys. I don't, the boys are one thing. I could see them maybe, her figuring out a way to bring the boys back and and, and make them real. I'm not sure about Vision. I don't know. I have a feeling we're going to see the end of Vision. You think? Yeah. That's it. That's my, again, this is all just... Well, that's his wishes, so... This is that's just my opinion. I have a feeling that Vision is going to probably make some great sacrifice to save everybody. Again. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's Vision's lot in life, man. Mm-hmm. You know. Um I think that we're going to see the end of Vision. Mm-hmm. Because I think that he's I I just don't see how he can exist without the Mind Stone. You know. However, however, Here's something I want to bring up, and I know we're getting we're running a little long here, but here's a couple of more theory things that I want to bring up. Now, getting again into the whole multiverse aspect of things, okay. right? Mm-hmm. So, we know that the Mind Stone was destroyed. Mind in, Stone in, in our, universe. our universe, the Mind Stone was destroyed. That does not mean that the Mind Stone does not exist and other possible multiverses or timelines. Maybe that's part of Wanda's whole point of going with Doctor Strange. In the multiverse of madness. Uh-huh. It could be. It could be maybe that's how the series ends, is her going off into the multiverse trying to find the Mind Stone. You know, and then Doctor Strange, who knows? Who the <laughs> hell knows? But I do think that I, my point is, I don't think that Vision can exist without the Mind Stone. I think he's existing in this world because he's not really existing. Right. I think he's... He's a pawn. He's, yeah, he's like a puppet. He's like a marionette. He's being brought to life in this faux kind of way, but he's not really alive. Right. So I do think he needs the Mind Stone, and I think there could be a chance that we see that sort of thing play out. I mean, we already know that we're getting a Loki series where... That and that's a result of the multiverse because they botched that whole thing in Endgame, and he this got away my with head the, starts hurting. Yeah, he got away with the cubes. So now there's Loki existing in some alternate timeline. You know that kind of thing could have all sorts of ramifications for the future. Um, here's the one last thing I want to bring up: is that 
Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen, Vision and Wanda, mm-hmm. have both in interviews for the show mentioned multiple times that the ending is big and it's going to be amazing and it's going to be mind blowing. They have alluded to that it's going to be, you know, kind of like on par with the end of season two of The Mandalorian, you know, with Luke Skywalker showing up, this big, like, surprise thing. And Paul Bettany has been very specific about how he he is got is getting to or got to work with someone that he always wanted to work with. Okay. And that it's going to be a big deal and that people's minds are going to be blown, like we said, and that there's going to be, you know, a lot of talk and people are going to be very excited. So who the hell is that? It's got to be somebody that they're bringing in. I would hope. Like you were talking about, like X-Men or well, Fantastic Four. Right. Something like that. It's right. got to be. Right. Well, right? yeah. I mean, who could it be? Could it be... Patrick Stewart coming in playing, you know, Professor X, because if there's anybody that could possibly reach out into the alternate universes and stuff, he could be looking for Peter. I need to go back. I need to watch all the X-Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really do. Yeah. Um, It could be him. You know, could it be Magneto? You know, because there's the Magneto and Wanda and Pietro connection in the comic books. Mm-hmm. It, you know, could it be there's all sorts of people. I think this is I think this is really wishful thinking, but who knows how it could tie in. Could it be Wolverine? Oh, you know, could mm-hmm. it be somebody like that? I mean, there, could it be somebody else entirely? Could it be a great classic actor or actress playing a role that you know, from the comic books or something that we haven't seen yet. Maybe. I don't see that being as mind-blowing. I don't know. If people haven't met them before. I don't know. You know, because we haven't seen the Watcher yet, really. The guy that, Uatu, the Watcher, the guy that watches over all the universes and stuff, he mm. can see all the universes. So it could be somebody portraying him. It could be some amazing actor or actress again. Who knows? So I think that even though we're only two episodes away from the finale, there is still so much, <laughs> so much to get into. So I don't mu- know how they're going to wrap this all up. I, 30 minute episodes, two 30 minute episodes. Well, that's the other thing is I heard that the last couple episodes might be longer. That they yeah, might. I heard this one was supposed to be longer and it felt really short. <laughs> I didn't think it felt short. It I'm not sure. It, it was like 35 minutes or something it like that. It was short. I wanted more. <laughs> I need more now. Yeah. I thought, you know, I thought we'd get even more hints. I mean, they have those commercials and stuff. Each commercial seems to be, you know, hinting more and more to the stuff. I thought, and I want to bring this up one last thing, was the commercial in the newest episode, in episode seven, was talking about the Nexus. Yeah. So what's the Nexus? About coming to terms with the reality. Talking and- about reality and stuff. Yeah. I mean, is that... Is the Nexus what they're living in? Is that what the hex bubble is? Maybe. Or is the Nexus something to do with the multiverse? I'm sure there's going to be all sorts of videos, if there isn't already today, uh, out talking about all these things, the Nexus and Agatha. What they all and mean. What all it means. There's probably little things we've even missed and Oh, stuff. absolutely. Yeah, there's so much. I was there's like, so I got to watch much. it again. I'm, I know I missed 
a ton. Right. But what we want to know is what do you all think out there? What are your theories about where this is going and uh, what it all means? Uh, because I, I, obviously we've got our own. We even differ a little bit on where we think certain things stand. Um, I, 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 I don't pretend to have any of the answers. <laughs> all I know is that a lot of stuff has been based on the comic books and everything. And yeah, it really makes me wonder if they're going to bring mutants into the universe now, finally, because there's never been a... talking about it. There's been hints, hints, hints. Right. I mean, it it would... Yeah. I mean, are we going to find out that Monica became what she did because she had some latent mutant gene that was triggered by the bubble? Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know, but it would be awesome if we get some kind of fucking answer about all this <laughs> stuff. Because, oi. Yeah. It's frustrating. It is a Lovingly frustrating. Yeah, lovingly frustrating, exactly. But anyway, let us know what you, uh, what you all think. If you've got any insights, any stuff that we did not touch upon. That's why we're doing this is because we want to have uh, dialogue. Yeah. about this stuff and maybe some of you can help us make heads or tails of what's going on but meanwhile uh you know watch the next couple of weeks of wandavision and we will be back in a couple of weeks to talk wrap about this it thing up. we'll just do an overall wrap up and then you know i'm sure we'll talk about what this all means for the future of the mcu because mm-hmm. then right after that we're going to be diving right into talking about and recapping the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because that starts yeah, is up that coming soon? almost immediately, immediately after. Oh. Yeah. I think it's supposed to come out around the end of March. No time. No. Nice. And I'm really looking forward to that one because those two characters are my favorites. Yeah, so you've been excited since that was announced. Absolutely. Jumping off the walls and yeah. everything. Yep, yep, yep. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> so we're gonna have much more Marvel Cinematic Universe talk here on Geeking Poetic for you. I'm Larry. I'm Megan. We'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk about this. See ya. Later, guys. 